Hello everybody and welcome back to the Not So Late Show, episode 42, another What's News, I think maybe next week or the next Not So Late Show we'll do like a game night or something or just like change it up a little bit but welcome back. It's been, yeah, I said I would do an ep- uh, Not So Late Show every second Monday so it's felt like a very long time but I feel like it's right that I don't do one every single week so welcome back. I hope you're well, I hope you're happy, I hope you're healthy, you know, I hope you're taking care of yourself, I hope you had a beautiful, gorgeous, amazing day, and I hope you're doing something that you enjoy, and thank you for tuning in with me today, um, or tonight, whatever time you're listening on the Not So Late Show, it's very nice to have you, and I'm excited for today's episode, you know, in the beginning I was like, because... I don't want to sound like I'm on a high horse or like I'm better than anybody, (laughs) but I'm not like on, you know, Instagram all the time anymore. I don't know. I just don't, it doesn't, you know, do it for me. So I don't really always know what's happening like in the world. But then when I'm on, it's like this, you know, overwhelming or this flood of information and stuff like that. So I was like, wait, what am I going to talk about on this not so late show? But I have a few things, so I'm excited to get into them. Not sure how long this episode will be, but it's okay. We're going to have a good time. We're going to do another hang after the show segment, which will be fun, and just talk about whatever. And I have a very exciting announcement to make in this episode. I, you know, at first I was hesitant to, like, talk about it, but I will talk about it when we get to that, like, category. So, without further ado, I think we should just get right into the news. So, firstly, I think it just makes sense for me to start with sport, which is like the only, I only have two categories basically, sport and entertainment, nothing else. And just so you know, if this is like your first time listening to me, I have no like qualification to be talking about any of this. I just speak, it's basically my opinion and my thoughts on these topics. So don't Um, take it too seriously, take it with a grain of salt, I'm just having a good time. Anyway, let's talk about sport. I wrote here Novak Djokovic thingy, but then I realized this thing happened literally like two weeks ago, so it's over, so I don't want to like waste my energy, (laughs) waste my energy talking about something that I kind of already thought about, and it's like, it's like when I see something and I really want to think about it and have like an inner dialogue and just like, you know, uncover it, I do that for like a day. And then when it's over, it's over. Like, when I've come to some sort of, like, conclusion of my thoughts, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna, that's my conclusion. Then it just leaves me. So, if I were to talk about Novak Djokovic now, I I don't know. No, I don't think anything valuable would come out of my mouth. So, I'm not going to do that. But he did win the Australian Open, which is cool. He's won 22 Grand Slams right now, equaling Rafa Nadal which I think is cool, and I don't know, Sabalenka won the women's, which is amazing for her, because she's been like, I don't I'm not going to say consistent, but she's been a top, top player for so long, and if you'd see like her results everywhere, you'd be wondering, wait, why hasn't she won a Grand Slam yet, but now that she did, it's like, okay, yeah, she definitely deserved it, um, so that's that. I've got nothing much to say about the Australian Open. It happened a long time ago and it's over now. So moving on, I want to talk about 
my baby Formula One. I, I was going to say Formula One is back, but it isn't officially. But the first car launch has happened. Wait, no, the second car launch has happened. So the first car launch was Haas um, F1 team, which was okay. I mean, I looked at the car and I'm like, mm, what's different? And obviously the color, the, the color is the same, but like the arrangement I'll say is different. So Haas launched their car. And then recently, like I want to say two days ago, Red Bull launched their car and I was I was like okay there's nothing really that different about this car there's obviously some little things they said there's a bit more there's some names on the car I noticed a bit more navy but all in all it's like I saw this meme where they were like comparing the F1 Red Bull liveries I don't know whatever and it was this meme of like Jerry from Rick and Morty and it was just like a clone of himself basically saying like it's been the same every single year basically but it's like it looks really cool and then I saw I didn't watch the whole like presentation ceremony I was like skipping ahead and then obviously heard the drivers talk it was so good to see Daniel there Danny Rick we know he's the reserve slash third driver for Red Bull this year and I'm happy for him you know I was very distraught Finding out last year that he wasn't going to be on the grid racing, but it's okay. You know, I listened to, what is this thing called? Something grid. On the grid? Is it on the grid? I don't know. But the Formula One podcast. And I listened to his, I think I've listened to the episode twice now. And kind of just hearing about him, you know, talking about, you know, taking time away, stepping away. I was at a bit more peace, you know, because... It was like, oh my word, oh my word, Daniel Ricciardo's not going to be on the grid. Oh my word, how am I going to get through this? Um, But it's okay. I mean, he's back at Red Bull, which is, he has, like, he's been, he has a good history with them, you know. So, all it's all good in the neighborhood. And who knows what will happen in the season. We still have Checo, Maxi's still there. Um, But I'm excited. I feel like this season's going to be a big season. Um, I was saying, because, because Daniel Ricciardo was, like, my guy. I mean, I, my number one is Lewis Hamilton. I just always support him for many reasons. But there's always, like, that, that driver that you're, like, you're rooting for, you know. And then, obviously, it's been Daniel Ricciardo. But I feel like for me this year, for some reason, it's going to be Nick DeFries. I don't know why that, but I just be like, I'm going to be rooting for this guy. I think he's racing for Alpha Tauri. Which is like the other Red Bull team, basically. But we don't want to call it that. Um, yeah, I think it's racing for, um, for Alpha Tari, which is with Yuki. Ne? Yeah. So that's exciting. I'm excited to see. I think the next, I don't know, the next car launch, I think, is Williams. And I do, for some reason, believe that Williams is going to have a big season this, this season. I mean, if you would ask me to back up that, you know, statement, I'd be like, I don't know. <laughs> I just think they're gonna have a good season, but we'll see how it goes. So that call and happened. I'm I just finished season three of Formula One Drive to Survive. I just haven't been watching recently, so it's like okay. But I finished Formula One Drive to Survive season three, and then I'm gonna start season four soon. So yeah. That's my Formula 1 update. I'm excited until the season actually starts and we get racing. They still have to do testing in Bahrain, which I think is in, like, March or something. I'm like, oh, 
but it's okay. We will we will push through. So, moving on from wait, I was thinking about something now. Oh wait, I need to write this down. Sorry. Moving on from Formula One, let us discuss. So I don't talk about this too often, but I watch soccer here and there. I mean, this like I like sports, so but like soccer, I'm not too. I enjoy watching it. I have I'm dedicated to a team. If I know my team is playing, I'll watch. I'll follow the league table and all that stuff. So if you don't know, I've said this I think once or twice, but I am a Man United fan till the day that I die. So we've been doing really well. We've made we now made the Carabao Cup final. I'm trying to think who that's I think that's against Newcastle. So I feel like it'll be really good for us to win that because I think I saw something where we haven't won a trophy since 2017. And that was like Jose Mourinho time, if I'm not mistaken. So, and that's like eight, no, that's wrong math, six years ago. <laughs> six years ago. So it'll be really cool for us to, but we've been doing, we've been, I think we've been very consistent in our performances because before it was always like we would perform against big teams and then just like, not perform against I don't say lower teams but you know the the here here teams but I think we're at a good level now of consistent results and just overall performance you know what I mean so it's not like let's say I'm watching like Man United versus who can I think versus I mean, all the teams are actually pretty good. Let's say Man United versus Everton, which is one thing. And when we drew, I was like, but it was Everton. You'd be like, wait, Everton, Everton right now. Let's do that. Or let's say against Brentford or whatever. You'd be like, okay, Man United should take that. Before, you'd, I would be like very edgy. I'm like, oh, I don't know. Because before, it was always like on the fence with the team. But then for some reason, if we played like, not Man City, but we played Chelsea, we would just like perform for some reason. And it's like, what? But now it's like that balance of, okay, we can show up in the big games and also, you know, provide results in the, not the lower games, but you know what I mean. So it's been really cool. I, I enjoy supporting my team. Anyway, enough of that. I think we should transition into entertainment right now. So the thing that's in my head right now is the Oscars. And I have no opinion on the Oscars because I just feel like I am not knowledgeable enough to talk about that. So, but the the nominees, I watched the nominees ceremony, whatever. And it was interesting. There were some things there. I was like, oh, I've never heard of that ever before or I've never heard of you ever which is completely fine that doesn't mean that they're less deserving of their nomination but this is I forgot her name again but this is youtuber and she obviously I want to say she like specializes in film and television and really looks into that and I really love going to her channel to you know, hear her thoughts on, like, maybe the Golden Globes or the Oscar nominations, stuff like that, and hearing her, that was the, one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life, because there was some, I guess what I will say is there were some, like, um, films or actresses and actors that weren't there where you were like, wait, what? Like, why? Why aren't they there? And what she, um, I wish I could find, maybe I can find her. 
we're going on a hunt. I'm I'm going on a hunt to find this lady, because she does. She's like, I I love her passion for it. So, she was went on a rant about why Viola Davis was not mentioned at all for the Woman King, and it was like, I think she ranted for I don't want to say ten minutes, but it could have been ten minutes easily. Um, let me just say. Oscar nominations, nominations, 2023, and I just love, okay, maybe I can find it, snap, um, okay, this might take a minute, oh, wait, let me see reaction, yeah, I guess, because there were some people where you were like, wait, what, like, why are you there, (laughs) you know, but then again, who am I? You know, who am I to say... You Oh, here it is. What's her name? Jenny. Is her name Jenny? Yeah, Jenny's Movie Chats. There we go. Just like, if you're into that and film and stuff, it literally says here, Justice for Viola now. And then Viola was robbed and stuff like that. And personally, I haven't seen The Woman King yet. I just feel like I need to have a moment. I can't just watch it here, here. I have to be like, I'm going to watch The Moon King tonight and set up a date because it deserves that time, like that attention. So, yeah, I think there was obviously people who deserved it, like Michelle Yeoh for whatever, whatever, for everything, every all at once. And then the other guy for sporting actress. And then Miss the Queen, Angela Bassett. And then there's like people like Stephen King. And like, obviously he's going to get nominated and then I said I was going to watch this movie because never it was all quiet on the Western Front. I was like, oh, that's interesting. But I've never seen it. And then I was like, I'm going to watch it. And then also the Banshees of Inner Sheeran, I would watch. And then I was really happy for Austin Butler for Alvis. I think he deserves that nomination and that accolade. Whether he wins or not, I don't really care. But to say he is Oscar nominated and he was recognized by the Academy, I think is a pretty cool thing. And then what's his name? Brand Brendan Fraser for I was gonna say the octopus, not the octopus, the whale, which I haven't seen yet. So Yo, I mean I look at these nominees and I'm like, mm, nothing's exciting me. Or these nothing's exciting me that much. And the Top Gun is nominated. Oh, good stuff. Babylon. I want to watch Babylon. I also want Babylon to be a moment. I feel like Babylon is just like a fun, exciting movie that I would enjoy. I saw that there was like a lot of critics about it. I was like, keep quiet. But I just want to. And I love Diego Calvert, Margot Robbie, and obviously Brad Pitt's in there. I just think it's a fun movie. And it's one of those movies where you're like, what? And it's like those timeless movies, you know? So yeah, nothing to say about the Oscars anyway. Moving on. Ooh, I don't know if I want to say this. Okay, I'm going to have to add this at some point. Anyway, because I'm in the middle of it, let me talk about this. <clears throat> I have an announcement to make, okay? My now, okay. Now, if you're new, this is completely new to you, which is actually really I'm happy about. <laughs> but if you have been here for a while and you you've just been here for a minute. Firstly, thank you for sticking with me. Secondly, I have to apologize to you because I have been a bad, bad, bad. I don't even know what to call myself a host. I don't know. But I'm my announcement is I'm going to be doing 
a film club. Again. <laughs> yes, again. Because I don't even know when it was, but I announced I was going to do a film club. And I announced the series that we'd be watching. I announced the movie that we'd be watching. And I just didn't go through with it. I don't even know what happened. Um, I think it was just like, it was at a weird time as well. And I, I have, I take full accountability because I was just like, firstly, probably like lazy or something. But the thing is, I watched the show. I didn't finish it. And then I watched a little bit of the movie. So, but this is our, what do they call it? In golf, they called it something. But this is our do-over. We're doing it again. And if you're new, it's fine. So, we're doing a film club. Now, I have an obsession with film. I've definitely talked about this somewhere else. So, I kind of don't want to repeat it. But I am obsessed with film and television and just cinematography and all that stuff. I love it so much. I, I think I set a goal of mine or dream of mine is to like direct like my own movie or something um, or short form or whatever. I think that'll be really, really fun. Um, but I just admire, you know, artists in this industry so much. So it just made sense. I mean, you could say, oh, you could do a book club. But I go through like book phases. Like I went through a slump recently, but I'm like back into reading again. So, but with, like, film and television, it's, like, I'm always obsessed. I never go through a slump. So, we're doing a film club again. But I don't want to call it a film club. Because it's, like, lame. I need there to be a name for it. Like, what are we going to call this club of ours? You know, it must have a sacred name where I'll be like, yeah, I'm part of this, you know, blank club. You know what I mean? Or call us whatever. whatever. So, for now, it is the film club, and I'm thinking if I want to announce the. Sorry, I went blank. The series and the movie they'll be watching. I think I will announce it now, and then I'll do it. I'll say it again in the next episode. So, the movie is The House. I think it was by Paloma Baeza, and then the series is Yellow Jackets. Okay, so I'm really excited for that. I feel like I said I'm going to do it every month, end of the month. So I need to be, we have, we're starting to watch now, so, but it's okay, no rush. At the end of the month, we're going to do a film club episode where it's literally focused on talking about the movie and talking about the series and just like having a good conversation. Then again, I'm not a professional critic. I am just someone who loves the arts and talk, I'll talk about things that stand out to me, or maybe I have a bit of, like, questions about that, and just, like, exploring this, like, this medium or this, like, field, whatever. I don't know, I don't even know what to call it, but I've got no professional whatever, whatever, I just really like it. Anyway, I'll talk about that more in depth in another episode. Let's move on. Out of Banks Season 3 trailer has been released, I think it was yesterday, and I'm excited. I I vividly remember and recall how season two made me feel. And it was a roller coaster. It was a I don't it was an adventure. I went on a journey. And I remember I watched it in one like sitting, if that makes sense. So I watched like the first three like couple of episodes and then I took a break to go eat and just like get my energy back and then I watched the rest of it and it was crazy I remember I went to sleep at three o'clock in the morning 
um, watching it. It was insane. And then I remember talking about it for a very long time on one of the podcast episodes. And I was like, wow. Like, it was nuts. Like, it was crazy. So, I'm excited for season three. What what it will bring. And I just love it. The cast is so fun. I love the energy. The movie is so... I mean, the series is so funny. And I'm just excited to see them back. We're excited. I'm excited to see the Pogues. We haven't... It's been a long time. I'm thinking... Yeah, that was like COVID times. So I want to say 2021. That's crazy. But I'm excited. It's going to be... And also want that to be a moment. I mean, it's only the trailer that's been released now. So they're going to obviously start doing press and stuff like that. Releasing all this stuff. So I'm excited to see just the cast back together. Their chemistry and their energy. It's always good vibes. Like, it's always good vibes with them. So, yeah, I'm excited for those good vibes to come. Okay. So, yeah. Moving on. The Flash. Now, I've got not much to say about The Flash. All I can say is that they released stills from episodes, and I'm just, it's the final season, you know? And personally, I'm like, I don't think my Flash journey is over because I haven't really watched the show. I watched the first couple of seasons, and then I just kind of went off, and then I started again from season five and watched. So I want to go back, but like the first seasons are really good but those are really hard to watch because there's so many sad moments and intense moments but that's what makes it so so oh that's what makes the show so good so I remember I was on a plane I was I think we were on our way back from Macedonia and I watched the first four episodes of season four and I was like this is crazy so I definitely want to go back and watch the show again because I feel like I feel like a phony, but also not really. Because I've watched one and two, three and four. It's like mm, blurry, blurry. Because that's when it got intense. Um, but then again, probably like the best seasons after one and two, and then I watched from season five onwards. So I don't know. I, I don't know. No, I will go watch them back. But I'm excited. It's been a great run for all of the actors and actresses. I mean. I'm trying to, I think I have not seen Candace Patton in anything else other than Flash. What makes this, what makes it cool is that what's them Grant Gustin will always be the Flash. Like, if, when I think of the Flash, I think Grant Gustin. I don't, no one else is in my mind. To others, it might be someone else, but he's been playing this person for almost 10 years. Now, maybe, I don't even know, but like for so long that it's like, you are the Flash. But then it could also be like, Ooh, you don't want that to be his identity and all that he's known for. And I think that's what they, he said something like, playing this role has, you know, potentially prevented him from exploring other roles, maybe. You know, so a part of me is sad that he's not continuing with The Flash, but a part of me is really happy. Because one, he has a family as well, and maybe he wants to explore different and other other opportunities as well, so... I'm excited to see these actresses and actors in different genres, different shows, different roles, directed behind the screen, you know, so it's exciting time. So, this next thing I'm going to talk about is pretty big. I don't think I'm going to talk about it for too long, because I just have no, like... <laughs> anyway, DC, I don't, DC is coming back. 
Okay. Now, I feel like it's a it's a really good time for I I guess DC to be revived in a way. I I don't want to say DC's been falling apart, but look, the Arrowverse is basically over, and I think it's good that it's over because it was kind of confusing because the Arrowverse didn't match with the DC universe, like the actual universe. So like Superman the Superman in DCU, which was Henry Henry Cavill, was not the same Superman in the Arrowverse, which is Tyler Hicklin. You know what I mean? Like and obviously the Flash, Grant Gustin and Ezra Miller, they just like weren't the same. So it was like where are these characters existing, if that makes sense. So it I mean, I loved separating the universes. Like, this is the TV, this is the film, big screen. I love that separation, but I think what James Gunn is taking it is, like, we want it to be one universe. Kind of like Marvel, in a way, but we want this to be one thing. So it kind of makes sense that, okay, The Flash is ending as well, and Superman and Lewis is... They said maybe one or two more seasons, and that's also going to fall away. And that, I think that, and also Stargirl is gone now, Doom Patrol is gone now, Titans is gone now. And it's kind of like, it feels like the end of an era, sadly, but I feel like, you know... Anyway, I think the last big crossover was Oliver's kind of moment, so anyway. So it does feel that that part of DC is like ending, and then James Gunn's new vision is beginning and put in space but then I'm like oh what is Black Adam like Black Adam puts me in a weird spot but I haven't seen the movie so I don't know but hearing James Cameron talk about where he wants to and is planning on taking DC makes me excited again like I could never ever 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 choose between DC or Marvel like I I can't I refuse I won't you know you know no one will force me to do that because I admire these characters for so many different reasons. Like, I'm obsessed with Wonder Woman. Supergirl is my favorite. Um, Superman. And I just love that world. There's something about DC that Marvel doesn't have. But then there's something that Marvel has. There's something about Marvel that DC doesn't have. And obviously will never have. So I like them for different reasons. What they are, I don't know. But it's just like they have their place. So, I don't know, it's, I'm ex- hearing him talk about, you know, the upcoming projects and what he plans to do, it's like, okay, I feel safe now, because it feels like DC is having some structure, and there is, okay, this is what we're gonna do, and we're not just like, you know, throwing things around and saying, oh, let's just do this, let's just do this, you know, like, there's like, how many, five Joker movies, I don't know, but there's just so many, where it's like, you know, it's so... Uh, but I'm excited. It's nice to see DC having some structure. I don't... I mean, I, I think of a time, like, did DC ever have proper, like, structure? Because DC was just one of those things where we're just going to make an Aquaman movie. We're just going to make a Superman movie. We're just going to make Green Lantern. And it's like, there's no Easter eggs of, like, how are we going to tie these things together? And that's what Marvel does so well, you know, and kind of hypes up next projects. But I feel like DC never really did that. So, obviously, I'm not going to echo 
or repeat James Cameron, I think, just go to, like, I don't know if it's on Instagram or YouTube, but I saw it on Instagram, and I watched that whole thing, and the things that he was talking about, I was like, I have never heard of these people, and it made me so interested, I'm like, ooh, I want to know more, like, I'm very curious to know more about these people, and, you know, these new, not new characters, but, like, these other characters that I've never heard of ever in my entire life, so I'm excited for DC, Obviously, it's not going to happen, you know, overnight. It's just, I'm happy that he gave, like, a blueprint of this is what's happening. You can you can relax now. Because there were so many questions of, like, because even the whole Henry Cavill thing of, like, oh, he's coming back. Oh, wait, no, he's not coming back. It's, like, what is happening? There was just so much confusion for me as a fan as well. So I can't imagine. Like, it's, like, so many questions. So for him to be, like, look, this is where I'm taking it. This is the plan. Here we go. It, it gives a sense of, like, security and safety to the fans. Of like, okay, this is where he's taking it. Now we know. Now I feel better. You know? And then you can decide whatever you want. So, I'm really excited um, for that to happen. <clears throat> Moving on. Let's talk about, this is the last thing, Wolfpack. I, I think this is, like, my new show. You know, I, I, my friend asked me the other day, so what are you watching? And for the first time in a long time, I could not answer that question. And I was like, I, I don't know. You know what I mean? I mean, I watch, like, Valma. I watch, like, France here and there. But I'm not religiously watching something. You know what I mean? Like, I watch it here and there. So I was like, that is not okay. Like, I, I just can't not watch something. You know what I mean? So, obviously, after watching the Teen Wolf movie and then now... I think Wolfpack is my show, and I I don't know, I can't decide if I like that it's, like, an episode a week, or it's, yeah, I don't know, but I feel like it it's, it's I don't know what to say, but it's right that it's an episode a week, because then it makes it actually feel like a show, you know, like, that anticipation of, you know, ooh, what's gonna happen in the next episode, of like, ooh, and you come up with theories, and whatever, whatever, so... It feels like a show. Because all these other times I'm watching Netflix shows, but then I watch them in, like, two sittings, and it's like, oh, felt like a very long movie. Um, so I think Wolfpack is my show now. Like, that's something I'm like, yeah, I'm watching Wolfpack, or I'm going to watch Wolfpack next week. And for me, that has always been, like, Supergirl, or The Flash, or The 100, where every week it's a new episode. So... I don't have those shows anymore. I mean, The Flash will come back soon. But Wolfpack is my show. And I'm excited. Um, It's very slow. You know what I mean? Like, I expected more progression in terms of, like, I don't know, just action in the second episode. But there wasn't much. But then again, it's like, it's like building. You know what I mean? So I kind of get it. We want to see, okay, what's this dynamic like? What are we working with? Figure out relationships first. Because we don't know these people, okay? So it makes sense that they're spending quite a bit of time, you know, beating around the bush, kind of teasing here and there. But I'm excited. I feel like episode three is where things are going to kind of heat. Not heat. (laughs) That's funny I say heat up, but kind of build up. So, yeah, love the characters, you know what I mean? They're all really fit. I was like, whoa, and they all look really good. They are very 
attractive human beings, I will say. But they all are, like, fit, if that makes sense. Like, excuse me, Hanan did a gym scene. I was like, whoa, he's, like, really fit. And then Armand, I mean, what's his name? I don't know his character's name. Everett was just, like, I was like, whoa, why are they all so, like, fit and built? I was like, wow. You know what I mean? I was like, this is different. And it's interesting because if you see Teen Wolf, um, like, in the beginning, there was not really much of that. It was more of, like, a, like the, the stereotype of, like, attractive was more lean and less bulky muscle, which is interesting because I think of Jackson now. Like, he was very lean. And now it's, like, the it thing or whatever. But now it's, like, whoa, there's, like, so much muscle everywhere. And everyone's just, like... I don't know, really looks really good. I was like, what is happening? <laughs> anyway, I'm excited for the show. Also, okay, Sarah Michelle Gellar. I don't even know. When I was watching this show, I was like, I don't know how to describe this thing that I feel every time she comes on screen. Because I feel like they make it a way for like, oh my gosh, Sarah Michelle Gellar is going to be here. You know what I mean? Like she comes, she says, she has like this one line is like, you know, I'm trying to think of a one liner. One line of like, I think I can help you with that. And it's so dramatic for no reason. And I'm like, what? what? You know, <laughs> like, it's, I don't know. It's, for me, it feels like they're trying to make a point of like, ooh, Sarah Michelle Gellar's on screen. And it's just like, and she says this like corny, cringy one-liner. And it's like, okay. And it's so dramatic for no reason. But then it, for me, it's like, that was Teen Wolf. And, well, not really, but... I don't say it was like, uh, it's not bad, but it just confuses me a lot because she's like this, I don't even know, an arsonist detective investigator. I was like, oh, I just thought she was a, a regular detective investigator. Um, but no, she is an arsonist, whatever. <clears throat> and every time she showed up on screen to either talk to Armani or, sorry, to Everett, she would say something like, I don't know, it was just so dramatic, and then it would just be, like, a close-up of her, and I was like, oh, okay, you know what I mean, and then, I don't know, I, I don't know, I don't know, how, then I don't know how to describe this feeling that I feel with her being, like, on screen, it just feels really strange, but, yeah, she hasn't said much, really, she just, she's kind of, she gives me weird vibes, like, I look at her, I'm like, hmm, like, what is actually going on here, like, I feel like she has some other ulterior motive, which is interesting, and I like that, but she gives me weird vibes. Woo, that was a mouthful. Anyway, what is the time? 22-2. I'm really hungry. But I don't know if I can eat, because my mom is at church, and it'll be rude if I eat. All that stuff. But, you know, that's all I have. And I feel like we should just get into our after-the-show segment which I like to call HATS, which is an acronym for HANG after the show. Let's go. Welcome to a segment I like to call HATS, which stands for HANG after the show, where we do indeed not wear, <laughs> wear hats. I was going to say we actually wear hats, but it's today it's really hot. I can't, I can't wear a hat right now. But if that's what you want to do, 
be my guest. I feel like in future, if obviously visual representation is available, I think it'll be fun to, I don't know, maybe make hats and then kind of like share stories behind the hats. I think it'll be really cool. Anyway, let's talk about, what should we talk about? Oh, I watched a video yesterday. I don't know how long I'm going to spend on this. <clears throat> I watched a video yesterday of Rachel Ziegler. I think it's called, like, I Got Sad in Paris or whatever. And I was like, oh, cool. And it was a 26-minute video. And I was like, this is perfect. Because I was eating at the time. So I was like, I'm going to sit down. And I'm going to watch this and eat my food. It was like a whole moment. And I loved it. And this, I wrote this in my journal as well. But she kind of... A, a reoccurring thing that she was saying, I think she said it like twice, was that people were always nitpicking her and she, I guess, always felt this weird, not imposter syndrome, but she doesn't feel, doesn't just, she feels like she didn't, okay, wait, wait, let me take a moment. She's going to a fashion show with Dior and she always, she said like she always feels out of place in those settings because she does, it's just, she feels like she doesn't belong there or whatever. And then she went on about something, something, something. And then she was like, yeah, I just get very weird because people always nitpick me. They always say I'm like bad, I look weird. Or I don't know, if you just like watch the video, because I'm not going to like repeat what she said. And I was like, I was actually really hurt because the way that she was speaking about like, you know, people, her seeing comments of people saying that she should do this or this to her face to make her face look better or normal, or she should do, or she just, like, she's bad at her job, and they were just, like, tearing her down, 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 and I was, like, this is horrible, uh, and then it made me think, you know, I was, like, why do people hate, like, and then I wrote this in my journal a while ago, oh, let me find it, and it just doesn't make sense to me, I'm, like, why are people so rude, and it's, like, there really isn't it's not necessary, you know what I mean? This is what I said. Um, I said this, like, in January, because I was... I don't know what I was doing, but I was, like, thinking about something, and it just, like, really got to me. And I was like, people who prey on other people's downfalls are bored and have too much time on their hands. <laughs> and it's like, when I see people, like, if you watch the video and you hear the... It literally... Like, I've never felt so heartbroken for somebody else. Someone that I don't even know. You know what I mean? And it was like, people are really bored. You know what I mean? They've got nothing better to do with their times than to really tear someone else's, tear someone down and, you know, hate on them and say horrible things that really doesn't concern them and that you don't have to do. You know what I mean? Like, use that energy for something else. You know what I mean? And it was like, wow. And it really got to me in a sense of like, I was really asking, and I was like, why do people hate so much? And then I really thought, like, okay, they've obviously got their own issues, but that doesn't justify, you know, the way they make someone else feel in a way, but it's a thing of, like, having empathy. Not really, but, like, putting yourself in someone else's shoes. Um, but then again, it's like, don't do that. There's really... No and I was like, there really, there's really no reason for you to hate on someone else. There truly isn't. Um, it's energy wasted, personally, and energy, like, you could use that for something positive, there's no need, and obviously that hatred 
they I what I think is like the person who sends that hate comment is kind of expecting a reaction. So when someone reacts like, oh, oh, like and you know, your hate comment made that someone sad, you kind of um you get something from that. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what kind of like psycho behavior <laughs> that is. But I just can't understand the people who would literally take the time to go on their like computers or phone and be like, this person looks bad because this person, whatever, and this person will never achieve anything ever in their life because they suck. And it's like, what? And then a part of me is like, oh, it's kind of like jealousy in a way because you wish you were that person. You know what I mean? You wish you had what they had. So the only way that you feel that you can you know, I don't even know why I get to them is to make them feel bad about themselves. And it's just, it literally blows my mind. Like, it blows my mind. And then, this kind of reminds me of, like, the whole Novak thing of, like, even me, like, I was guilty of this when I was a bit younger, but obviously as you grow, you kind of think more about things, because I didn't like him when I was, um, I didn't like Novak Djokovic when I was younger. And now, as I grow older, I'm like, wait, why? He wasn't doing any. He wasn't hurting anyone. He wasn't bothering anyone. He was just playing the sport he loves, and he was just winning all the time. So I thought, like, why did I not like him? Like, I, I don't want to say I hated him, but I didn't like him. And then it made me think. Now I'm like, oh, because I was jealous of him in a weird way. Like you envy the person because this person is like, they have what you want, and he was winning everything all the time, and it was like. Because he was winning, it made me feel some type of way. So the only way I thought I could, like, I don't know, feel better about myself is to kind of not like him or hate on them. And it's because you, I guess, maybe you didn't, didn't like you didn't like to see someone else succeed or whatever, or someone doing well. And going back to this whole, like, Rachel Ziegler thing, I was like, this is exactly it. I was like, like she's doing amazing things in, like, in, her, in her career and all that stuff, and obviously there are people there who feel like she doesn't deserve it, ultimately I think because they're jealous and they want what she has, and then they just, the only way they think they can, I don't know, feel better about themselves is to make that person feel bad, and I was like, what is happening, and then she had this, I don't say this beautiful speech at the end about, like, broken pieces or something, she was talking about, they went to the the Louvre, I don't know, in Paris, this museum with the Mona Lisa and whatever. Anyway, I'm not going to recite her little speech, but if you watch the video, like, I've ne- it was so weird. I was like, no, it was strange. I've never felt like that, you know, about someone I didn't know. I What? No, I don't know. I don't know her at all. But I admire her. I admire her, her work, and I think she's a great person, you know, so... It just really blew my mind. I was like, why do people hate so much? You know? It's like, are you bored? Then again, people who... This is like... I think about this a lot. People who prey on other people's downfalls are bored and have way too much time on their hands. Clearly. Because they have the time to pick up their phone, type a hateful comment, and just like, we're like, what? You know what I mean? So... It's just, like, it's really sad. It really, it's really sad. And to see that the way that it, like, affected her, I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, why would you want to make someone feel like that? Like, there was, what was it? Um, I don't know what I watched. 
but it was something like going against your conscious of purposefully making someone feel horrible. You know what I mean? I watched something and they said something. Oh, I hate that I forgot. But it was like, uh, you know? It made me feel, yeah, definitely. I mean, I don't want to say I, I definitely, like, I don't pick up my phone and go comment on someone's photo and saying, you look bad. Like, I don't know. I just could never, like, why? I, anyway. So, definitely makes me conscious of what I say. Um, or more, I don't say more careful. But obviously, it's like, me personally, it's a thing of, I don't purposefully say something hateful. I might say something insensitive that I didn't mean and then I obviously recognize that as as a mistake and I whatever whatever. But someone who whose intention is to make someone else feel horrible, it's like, whoa, that's like I don't think you can justify that behavior personally. You know? I don't know. I'm just sixteen. I'm getting I'm eighteen. But it's just like it blew my mind. And I couldn't it's like part of me is like I could never understand or it's like yeah I could never understand that's right I, I was gonna say like I, I, I understand what you're feeling I'm like no I don't I I've never had I've never experienced anything like that so my heart goes to Rachel I hope she's doing well wherever she's in the world and yeah I hope she's smiling somewhere because watching that video I was like wow we live in a cruel world. We live in a complicated world. Um, but y'all. I think that's it for me. I was... Oh, okay. This is irrelevant. But I ran 12.88 kilometers yesterday. Which, on my on the app, it said 8 miles. I was like, okay, cool. And then I didn't want to check how many kilometers. Because I just focused on the mileage. But I don't go by mileage. Because miles like 1.6, which is a bit... So, I, like, I, I'm a kilometers person, so I would check accidentally. I was like, oh, okay, it's here now. And it was 12,5 kilometers. I was like, okay. So that was in my mind the whole time as I was running. And then, as I was approaching the end or somewhere, they were like, only, one, only like 10.8 to go. I was like, wait, what? I thought I'm only running 12.5. And then it happened to be 12.8, which you might think that's only 300 meters more. I mean, when you're like... 11k's in it's like 300 meters feels like forever so yeah I ran 12k it was it was really tough because I was really like contemplating am I gonna run this do I really want to run this because it was like a weird time like I spent the entire day cleaning my room I was exhausted it was like hot and I was like oh you know what I mean so I was like maybe I shouldn't run and then I kind of I was like, no, I need to run. So when I changed into my clothes, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to do this run. And then I had to, I realized, oh, wait, I haven't eaten since like this morning, like early, early morning. And I only had like two wafers of Nutriflex. I was like, I need to like fuel for this run. So I had two slices of bread with peanut butter and jam for energy. And then I had a banana as well. And I was like, okay, I'm ready. Okay, wait, I need to let this food settle. So I had to wait like an hour or I wait like an hour, hour and a half. And I was like, okay. 
and then I ended up just like lying down on my bed, which is the biggest mistake I made. And then I got so lazy. I was like, oh, I have to run. And then I was like, wait, maybe if I can just do it tomorrow. But I was like, no, tomorrow's Sunday. I don't run on a Sunday. I was like, oh, I don't know. I was like, oh, and I was like, no. And I just got up and I went outside because I was like, I need to do this run. It was like, I want to say four, past four, or just past four. And I ran and I did it. It was really tricky. I mean, I didn't really feel great. <laughs> I have to be honest, but it's just one of those runs. There was runs where there are runs where I feel, ooh, I feel good. I feel in control. But then there's just some runs where I was like, I don't feel good. You know what I mean? But I did it. I ran tough for game. My legs were so sore towards the end. Like, I don't know. Because I'd only run 10k after that point. And then to run another 2.8 was like, oh. But I was like, let's just keep going. And it was like, it felt like it was taking forever. You know what I mean? But I just kept running. And then I had this whole route planned out. But then something happened where I was like, ooh, I just had this bad feeling. Because I run in my state, and I, I always, I was like, okay, maybe I should go out. But I was like, wait, I just felt really, I, okay, I felt a bit unsafe going out at like 5 o'clock in the afternoon. So I went out, and then I just felt really, like, this doesn't feel like a good idea. So then I ran back into the estate, and then I ended up running into like the old age home area. I didn't bother the people, but I ran in their little place. Um, so that, and then I ran again in the estate. The thing I don't like about running in the estate is so boring. Like, it's repetitive. Like, I'm running the same route. So, like, but when you run, like, outside, it's like, you're not seeing the same thing all the time. So, I didn't, I couldn't run outside. I went a little bit outside, but then I was like, it started raining. Or there was, like, thunder clouds and heavy rainfall clouds. I was like, oh. And then I heard it, um, like, as I was going out and I was going, you know, but further, I heard, like, something. I was like, what is that? And it was, like, massive raindrops on the floor. I was like, whoa. And you know, like, massive raindrops, it's like, okay, it's like, and then I saw lightning. I was like, oh, no, no, no. And I turned around and it started raining. I was like, oh, and I was like, oh, maybe I should run fast. I was like, no, don't run fast. They're going to waste your energy. So I just kept the steady pace and then started raining a bit harder and then stopped but then it was just had that whole cycle of hard raindrops and that stopped and they came back into the estate and then I just finished my run here and I was exhausted but I was so 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 happy that I did it like afterwards I'd never felt better because now today I can rest today's my rest day and I took a shower drank my electrolytes took a shower hot did that contrast therapy and then I stretched for like 20 minutes I think and then I was good to go, you know? I was really happy that I finished that run because I cannot imagine myself doing that today. Uh, absolutely not. So, rest day today, did some yoga this morning. I'll do an ab workout before I go to sleep. And then tomorrow is my speed workout. Fun! Fun times. Fun, 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 fun times. So, everything is going well. What else have I done? Playing guitar. I mean, I'm kind of was on a slump with the guitar, but I got back into it today. I do, um, I saw someone recommended this, like a, a chord chart, whatever. So I'm working on chord, what is it called? Um, switching. So, excuse me, I do, at, at the end of every week, I test myself in a minute how many chord switches I can do. 
and I'm just doing that every single week. So see some improvement. So I'll do that testing today, but later. And then also practicing some thinker style. I actually tried the bar. I haven't really officially tried the barcode because I, the barcode I decided to introduce to myself was the B minor chord. I don't want to do an F B minor because I want to play Another Love by Tom O'Dell, and it has the B minor chord on it. So I was like, that's what I'm gonna do. I haven't done it yet, but I'm like, how in the world am I supposed to do this? Because when I put, like, my finger straight, it's like, it just mutes the stuff. So I was like, what? So I don't know. how I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to figure that out. But mostly just finger style and just being introduced to that. So, <clears throat> yeah. It's so hot. Like, it's so hot. It's supposed to rain, like, tomorrow. And, like, for the next few days, it's going to... for the next few days, it's going to rain. And I've been taking driving lessons... Funny story, I'll probably tell this again. I did a driving lesson Friday and it was going okay, whatever. And then I'm actually getting used. You know, I never thought that I'd get used to it. And I'm still like very, I'm not confident. I'm very iffy on it. But like the, what is it called? Clutch control thing. But it's definitely getting better. I don't stop the car as much anymore. Um... So, definitely feeling improvement, but I've still got, like, six lessons to go. So, we were driving to, my instructor was, like, <laughs> my instructor was taking me to this place where we were going to do, like, the parking and where the, the driving test starts. Like, we were going to do that there. And he took me there, and then we, whatever, whatever. And then we went on our way back. On... Our way back, I could feel like the clutch, what, you know, the gear lever, whatever, or the clutch thing, something was wrong, and it was just, like, harder to move it, and he would, like, ask me, put the clutch all the way in, I'm like, yes, I am, and then, not in that tone, but I was like, yeah, but just, like, wouldn't move, so I was like, what is happening, and then he had to do it for me, and he was like, wait, what's going on? And then we, like, stopped. So, I think, like, the gear, the clutch thing was, like, loose or something. So, we ended up stopping, like, in the middle of the road. And then he got up. And then he, like, opened the front thing. And, yeah, I don't know. Something was wrong. So, I sat there for, like, 10, 20 minutes, probably. And I was like, okay. And we also, he was also late for my lesson. So, we didn't, like, do much. So I drove a little bit, and then we drove to the traffic department. Um, almost got into a crash, because I started the car, and then I didn't even look. And then this car just, like, zoomed past me. And they were like, beep! And I got a fright. I was like, oh, yeah, sorry, my bad. That was my fault, because I didn't even look at all. And then at some point, I forgot to put my seatbelt on, and I was like, oh, my word. Oh, but I just hope it gets better. I just want it to be over, you know, because... After, like, I get my, hopefully get my license, then I can just drive automatic. And then I'm also going to get a motorcycle license. That is still on my caliber, but I just don't have money right now. So, get myself a Vespa. A little bit of moped. <laughs> so, that's been my life lately. Just training, running. I think about what am I doing with my day. Like, what do I do? And I realize, oh, snap. I... Oh, we have TV now, so I'm watching a lot of movies, which is nice. 
Um, but I literally like just run, I work out, I do this podcast, I play guitar, that's all I do. And I have my lessons, whatever. So, yeah, hopefully driving, lifeguarding will start soon. But I think I'm also, like, my coach offered me to help with little children. So I'm also going to take him up on that. Because I need I, I need some cash money. I need to make money. So I'll ask him about that this week. Anyway, I'm going to leave because I'm hungry and I need to get food in my stomach. So thank you for, if you've made, like, if you make it to, like, this part of the show, you're a real one. Because this is, like, the extra where I don't even know what I talk about. But I just know, you know, you're a real one. So thank you for sticking around with me. It's been an absolute joy. And, um, yeah, I'm excited for the next episode. Do I know what that is at this point in time? Nope. But we'll figure it out. (laughs) So with that being said, if you've made it thus far into the episode, you are a real one indeed, as I said. And I appreciate you. I thank you. And I'm so forever grateful for you and your support if you do whatever that looks like. And, yeah, I think, yeah, I don't know what to say. So, Mwah, mwah. Hugs and kisses all around, always. And I will see you on the next one. Bye.